Just an update at the US Open. Uh, Medvedev has stolen a bit of a march. He's two sets to one up against Alex Dimonor, and he's 4-1 up in what could be the deciding set. Although, Dimonor does have a break point. But it's a massive weekend of sport and one that everyone's very much looking forward to is, of course, uh, the Warriors in a playoff game. It's going to be a massive week. But they had their awards last night, and I'm very um, thankful that uh, he's always available, which is just absolutely brilliant for a man that's always very, very busy. Cam George, CEO of the One New Zealand Warriors, joins us. Cam, welcome in. Thanks for joining us today. No problem, mate. It's a pleasure to be here, as always. Uh, talk to us about last night for you. I mean, it's um, the season's definitely not over, but the, the minor premiership's been done, the regular season's been done. A really good opportunity for you, the team, the sponsors, the supporters, to actually pause, reflect, and enjoy a really good night. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a great opportunity for that to happen, mate. Um, look, we, it was a great reflection of the year that we've had so far, um, both New South Wales Cup and NRL are certainly um, in the finals up to their eyeballs and um, we haven't lost sight of those opportunities that exist for this week for both teams. So whilst we've celebrated um, you know, great excellence on and off the field by players and staff, uh, we're certainly very focused moving forward. But it was a really good evening and there some great acknowledgements and you know, some, some worthy recipients of some fantastic awards. It was, yeah. Sammy Hewitt, our, our lead caller for the Warriors fans, he was there and he was just walking into the office this morning saying, just the vibe in the place. And j- just to share with you, our first hour, we were talking about what your favourite fan experience is, either nationally, internationally, of sporting events you've been to, Cam. And uh, locally, it was just Warriors and Breakers, um, and that's it. Tell me your mindset because we had a caller Paul from Northland he drives down every week when the Warriors have a game with his boy I believe and they go to every single Warriors game how have you got your head around A what to do and B why to do it Uh, it takes a lot of planning Um, our our philosophy going into the 2023 season was to reconnect with our fan base and have a real presence on game day and, and be different, be brave and do stuff that you know people don't normally see. And um, our team just put their their minds together. Um, you know, they, they all planned it thoroughly at the start of the year and just started adding bits as each game come along. And then obviously the team was performing well, so that it just amplified the, the atmosphere here on game day. So. I challenge the team halfway through the day, to, uh, halfway through the year, to, to go to another level, and you know they, they're just brilliant at what they're doing and how methodical they were with their planning and execution. And our fans were just rocking in the stands; they were just loving it. And and even the media in Australia were calling out our events, um, you know, watching it over TV. The amount of text messages I was getting and, and the likes, just going, how amazing does it look? Um, so it, it's it's all about challenging our staff. It's all about being brave in what we want to do and be different, and and that's where we've landed. And the other thing that Paul mentioned, which was a really good point, that it sort of escaped me was, he goes into the stands and it's pouring with rain, but everybody's there, and he's sitting with people that fly from Invercargill every game. They fly from Christchurch for every game, but it's the amount of 
teenagers and youngsters that are there. And we are forever hearing, Cam, that um, there's so much competition for teenagers' eyeballs and minds with, you know, gadgets and phone time and all of this. There's teenagers making signs at this game. You're building lifelong fans, which is really cool. Yeah, look, we, we touched on it previously in an interview, mate, with you and Sam, that our long-term view was to, you know, uh, being away three years, I feel like we've missed a, a generation of fan base, if you like. So we've put a lot of effort into, um, you know, that 14- to 17-year-old uh, fan, uh, sports fan, and, and just someone that loves entertainment and, and excitement. So we spent a lot of time at schools promoting our, our club, our game days, our players. And we're encouraging them to get to the games with their parents and we've priced our tickets accordingly to allow them to um, you know, encourage dad to, to take them to a game or mum to bring them to a game. And we're seeing families come along left, right and centre. And that's South Stand where if we win, uh, basically our fans win because we do it for $10 mm. for 24 hours. They're just selling out so quick. So getting the, the young kids falling in love with the Warriors and the brand has been a real focus of ours. And um, it's just been amazing to see how many of them are wearing kit and everything now. It's, it's so exciting. So I feel like we've really underpinned our future with a great fan base coming through. have to agree. Um, this $49 early registration fee's got a few people sort of confused. I've read into it. I understand it. Um, uh, to paraphrase, it's basically you're getting a season ticket, um, a season or a members a membership for forty nine bucks to guarantee you the ability to buy finals tickets. I've had a text in from someone who said they've been a member for day dot and they're concerned they'll miss out the opportunity to get a finals ticket because all the bandwagon jumpers. But unless you got thirty thousand members in the next five minutes, Cam, that's not going to happen. Yeah, look, we're getting a lot of phone calls um, around people inquiring about full season memberships, which are sitting at about two ninety nine, and you know, there's no full season left. But they're they're inquiring on the basis that um, they wanted to receive the benefits. So, look, at the end of the day, we created a um, a non ticketed membership, which is very different to your full season members. Mm-hmm. So, your full season members will get uh, the first pre sale um, purchase window. And then the non-ticketed members will follow in the next two hours thereafter, and then it'll go to the public sale the following day. So this $49 ticket will give you the non-ticketing benefit, which is a pre-sale window before going public. And um, you know that's that's business. That's that's what happens with concerts. What happens with everything? And um, our our full and most loyal members uh, will receive the best benefit of having their pre-sale window before anyone else. Uh, map out for us the next few days, Cam, with, with the team and the management and the staff. What are the logistics like to get you to, to play this game? Yeah, well, it's been a bit of a nightmare, mate, up until Sunday night because as you and all the other fans and media, um, no one knew who was going to be the minor premiers. No one uh, knew who was going to finish third or fourth and, and so on. So we didn't know whether we were going to Brisbane or Sydney. We, we, we knew it was one or the other, but we didn't know until... Uh, after Penrith played Saturday night. We didn't know what time or day we were playing until Sunday night. So, um, you know, it's been a, a bit of a, a nightmare to, to plan for, but we got busy Sunday night. Um, we're flying out Thursday. We're chartering a plane to take us to Australia and bring us home, win, lose or draw Saturday night to get us home immediately. 
um, that has a lot of major benefits to the recovery process. And it sort of eliminates for us a little bit of a risk that that aligns itself with some commercial flights, and that is delays and cancellations and the like. So uh, we delayed six hours down to Brisbane last Thursday. Um, so that that's another a really good example of how challenging it can be. So we want to be efficient as possible, um, and we'll do our captain's run uh, on Friday at Penrith, and we'll be you know, socks on, jumpers on Saturday, 4 o'clock. New South Wales time and um, you know hopefully the game stops the nation and everyone's glued to the TV and our boys put in a really really proud effort for everyone. Pre-season I think a lot of people were thinking with Webby and Cappy coming back in and a few player movements etc um, we were sort of realistically saying you know I hope this is a three-year build. At some stage during the season did you realign and just go I mean chartering a plane to go to a playoffs game that probably wasn't in your mind is it we're chucking all our chips in now let's have a real red hot go this season yeah look we always had an inner belief amongst us about what we could achieve this year and, and as momentum builds you start to raise the bar and um, and the belief really set in amongst the playing group and, and the club about you know this, this, we're going to try and win every game that that was the you know the goal so uh, to be where we're at now is, a, is truly a, a privilege and, and an honour on behalf of our, our fans and our partners. And we're not taking it for granted. You know, these opportunities don't come along often. We've earned it. We're, we're, we're entitled to be there. So we're not going there and thinking we're only here for the sake of it. Um, our boys are really focused. Our staff are really focused. And I, I'm not thinking at all that we can't beat everyone and anyone over the next few weeks and obviously that's what we're going to have to do to be the Premiers and that's what we want. We want to be the Premiers. So we're going after it from this weekend, mate. And I know I spoke to you last week on our Rugby League show running it straight and you were, um, I think you were outside NRL HQ about to go and have a conversation with Andrew Abdo. How did that go? Uh, <laughs> you're obviously referring to the ground yeah. uh, where we... Where we set to play. Um, still no answer on that. Um, they're still working through whatever they need to. Um, look, their biggest concern, and, and I understand that, is they don't want to lock fans out. And, you know, they've got a stadium here, which is our home, and rightly so, we're told to play here and should play here. But from their perspective, they're saying, if we can get 50,000 even park, that's going to be better than locking people out of the game. So, I get both sides of the coin. Uh, I just wish that they would um, make a decision sooner rather than later so everyone can just get on with it and we don't need to worry about it anymore. And we can turn any stadium into our home ground uh, mm. in New Zealand. So that's our mindset here within the club. Uh, so we're just waiting on that, that decision to be made. And they've already changed the goalposts a little bit. Normally the uh, Premiers play Friday night, um, but that hasn't happened because of, I think, ground clashes or something like that. So maybe there's a little bit of flexibility there. Um, unwilling it may, it may have been, but maybe there's a little something there. Yeah, look, there's flexibility all the time. and We don't always have to do it with, you know, good in the past. It's brilliant. Um, you know, I was going to ask them about the, the kickoff times that, at 7.50 on a, a New South Wales time was 9.50 here in New Zealand. I said, mate, like our fan base, you know, they, they won't, not everyone will be available to watch the game, but if we change the time and take up an afternoon slot, 
and so have and created a six o'clock New Zealand kickoff time. I said, mate, you, you'll have the nation stop and watch the game. And what a brilliant thing they've done. I really commend them for it. And it's really helped our fans in New Zealand. Everyone's going to be able to watch it at six o'clock at night. Kids, everyone. So, um, you know, you can change things. You can be different. And the NRL are getting braver. Big plus having Webby in the stable, given that he's been to grand finals as part of the Penrith setup. It is. Um, you know, he's got the right philosophy. That is, you don't have to change anything. Keep what doing what we've been doing to get us here. And um, we just need to be extremely well, well planned, which we are now. And uh, we just execute that plan and the boys just be as normal as possible. So... That's me and his message and um, you know, still have a lot of fun along the way because we're in a real privileged position and we don't want to let it go without you know, appreciating it but also enjoying it. And finally, just on the awards light last night, you had our SEN colleague um, as part of it, Scotty Sattler, having having an NRL legend like him, him in and around uh, the Warriors. Um, I think he's walking out of here part Warriors fan now as he heads back to Australia. Yeah, he He's a fantastic person, Scott, as you well know. He's he's a hero of the game, um, you know, from his time playing. And who forgets that, you know, when he played for Penrith, they beat the Roosters in the grand final. Um, he's, you know, his influence on that game was massive. So when Scotty talks about rugby league, you, you genuinely listen because he's passionate, he's wise, and, um, you know, he loves our footy club. He's always in contact with us. Uh, you know, any young kids on the Gold Coast that are looking for opportunities, he lets us know. And uh, it was a real privilege to have, you know, to have him here last night and to enjoy the night. And I know that he's um, he's cheering for us over the next few weeks, which is fantastic. That blokes like him on our side. Well, uh, Cam, probably won't talk to you again this week. Um, enjoy this week. A big congratulations on the season so far. And, um, geez, half of New Zealand or more is going to be watching this playoffs game against Penrith. And thank you for fighting to get it so we don't have to, you know, kids can watch, which to me is really important. It's not too late. It's going to be absolutely brilliant. I'm, I'm frothing. Yeah, very excited. And, um, Let's try and get all of New Zealand to watch it, eh? Because uh, we're your club and we're very proud to represent uh, this great country. Awesome, Cam. Go well. Thanks heaps. There he is, Cam George, uh, one New Zealand Warriors CEO. Sammy Hewitt um, always makes himself available. Um, If it's a no, there's a very, very good reason. And... um, Great administrator. You just have to say. And... Paul said when he wrote, you weren't here, he said the number of times, I think it was Paul said, was it Mikey, said he always says fans, always says New Zealand. It's all about that. And then the results come. Yeah, I, part of the reason why I might have got him on today, Steph, was a bit of a schmoozing on my part last night, <laughs> just uh, rubbing shoulders with the big wigs at the awards evening. I was a little bit starstruck, but um, <clears throat> nah, he... Um, it's one thing around the $49 package thing that some people were getting a little bit upset about, where... I sort of make the point that they have been from day one of 2023 very fan focused in everything they do. It's never been about money. Um, it's always been about capitalising on um, the Warriors doing well and having as many people on the ground as possible and having this amazing atmosphere. All of this, all this $49 thing does is it allows people to secure their tickets because the demand has been so high 
that you know you you might miss out if you leave it to the public sale. So they're giving you an opportunity to to get in a bit early. And look, they can't just do that for free because otherwise that's a public sale. It's just exactly the same thing. So they're giving an extra opportunity. And you got to remember too, they don't make it, the money from finals all goes to the NRL. So they get a appearance fee. They get fifty percent. Oh, they get they do get paid, of course, for being in the finals, and they get um a share of corporate hospitality p- packages. But they but the ticket sales go to the NRL. So mm. I'm not saying they're trying to cash in on that, but it, it does help recuperate something for them, especially if they have to put in the temporary seating into Mount Smart, which they will have to probably pay for themselves. Mm. The the Warriors if they want to have it there. So yeah, I just and read that's very expensive. Both teams get a um participation fee or... Uh, well, for making the finals, making I think you do. Yeah, I think there's a share. Because obviously minor premiums, I think they get six or 800,000 or something. And then I think if you make the finals, you know, you get, let's say, 150 grand. And then mm. depending on how far you go, you probably get a little bit more. So just to that text, um, it was a very long text. He did answer it um, for someone that's been <clears throat> uh, a Warriors member since day dot, scared that the $49 members would buy out the seats and, and long-term members wouldn't get them. So long-term members get first crack for two hours. And then the 49 people get a crack for the rest of the day. And then the next day, general sales goes on, goes on sale. So that's that's how it works. So you're not going to be shut out, um, long-time member. Um, we were just talking the first hour about, yeah, I'll just get through some of these. Um, went to the World Speedway final. We were talking about your best fan experience. World Speedway final in Bradford, England in 1990. A magnificent spectacle and amazing atmosphere. I also spoke to the great Ivan Major at a meeting in Brisbane. What a legend he was. He should have had so much more recognition. Cheers, Red Man. Just absolutely one of our greatest sportsmen of all times. Special moment for me was being at Eden Park in 2015 before the World Cup against Australia. And when Richie McCaw came off, uh, getting a standing ovation and everything stopped. Special moment for a special man. Great text, Tom. Staff, beer prices in the US. A mate of mine just came back from a trip to Washington. He paid New Zealand $36 for a pint and $40 for a glass of wine for his wife. Diabolical face from Carterton. Dave says, 10th City, 93, Bledisloe, Carisbrook. Champagne breakfast, pre-test on the terrace, purchased 24 cans for $48, and post-test, 10th City, epic. Couldn't tell you a thing about the game, though. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with more texts after that.